0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
1: The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit seventhwavenetwork.com.
2: Humanity on the stage of life is a living expression of immortal beings and being. Our human body is an amazing micro-universe containing a complex range of structural organization easily witnessed through a microscope. However, the true value and reality of life's experience lies not in the mere mortal form of the living creature as we perceive it, but in the aspects of its life that are eternal. I am having two of my favorite guests on tonight, Drs. J.J. Hertak and Dr. Desiree Hurtak and they have come out with another amazing book, The Oversoul, Overself Awakening, A Guide for the Schoolhouse of the Soul. And I can't think of two people that really help to guide and lead and teach us about this walk that the soul is making and also the place that we each need to get to in consciousness and being when it comes to unification and really embodying the essence and the love and the connection of all things that are of the divine. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome these amazing amazing authors, founders of the Academy for Future Science, and uh, some of my favorite guests, Dr. J.J. Hertog and Dr. Desiree Hertog to 1111 Talk Radio.
0: Thank you so much, Samra. We're so happy to be here. To be uh, with your international outreach we just came back from africa we were able also to speak with great scholarship in egypt and in europe and we're back fresh and uh, dedicated to this wonderful outreach of the new book
3: and of course all of us feel that 2012 is such an amazing year and a very good chance for all of us to have Not the end of time, but really the beginning of a new rebirth, a graduation into our own higher consciousness.
2: Well, I'm thrilled to have you back because we always have such wonderful conversations. And this new book, The Over-Self Awakening, it really does set the stages and pathways uh, that are the steps necessary to rediscover that greater persona of being. And 2012 really is an awakening for so many just an awakening of how to take care of themselves some are awakening to gifts others are awakening to the greater realization of of how this is all connected and what this all means this book is very important at this particular time why do you feel this information had to come through right now well
3: exactly it it is 72 steps of evolutionary process. And a lot of people think, you know, there's an individual evolutionary process that everyone goes through. But there really is also a awakening norm that I think we're all a part of. I mean, the planet is going through advances in science and understanding. We're starting to understand that. Even scientists, I think yesterday, said that there's so many billions of Earth-like planets out there they have to start admitting there probably is life in the universe. And and that's just one little phase. If you go back to, we were just in Egypt, uh, seeing tombs and things that were thousands of years old that are amazing, scientists are going, how could they have built that? Even today, it would be very, very hard-pressed to actually have built the pyramid with all the small little uh, structures that are in there, with the star shafts, the air shafts, whatever you call them, that are only eight inches uh, wide and things like that. So the amazing thing is that we're wakening up collectively, and that's part of what this book is all about. How do we understand the steps that each one of us is taking?
0: And so the book presents a roadmap of how we bring together all of the missing pieces, some of them long forgotten in worlds of previous cycles, some dealing with the extraordinary discoveries of uh, psychology and parapsychology as we realize the fantastic powers of our mind, our mental expansion that connects with all minds of Mother Earth. And we use in this book a new type of language, which is a language of pictures. Some would call it cosmograms or mental three-dimensional pictures. Others would call it multidimensional pictures or scenes where we begin to grasp how all of these sacred symbols can be connected like a vast mosaic within our mind's eye. And as we begin to expand our consciousness... And begin to incorporate more and more of the planetary humanity. It's essential for us to begin to go beyond words of black and white language vocabulary into multicolor language forms of music of authentic experiences.
2: In these diagrams that are here, which are really quite beautiful, quite colorful, filled with many sacred geometric forms, symbols, uh, deities, all types of things, are we accessing this information on a different level? Is it assisting us in becoming more multisensory beings? How, is, how are these pictograms actually uh, being taken in by us?
3: Well, the very beginning starts with the fact that our own consciousness, this is a blue body we place over our normal physical body, is rising up. And I think that's happening globally. We are growing in consciousness. And so that's really phase one. But, yes, all of those aspects, ultimately we feel we have a higher uh, identity that we're starting to grow into and understand. And it's a collective identity as well as part of our own spirit soul growth. And that is really part of the essence of what's happening on the planet. All of us are starting to wake up a great deal to understand how we need to be caretakers of the planet, how we need to understand the collective Wholeness, not just the planet Earth, but how we interconnect with what we call a universal mind.
0: So the oversoft really is seen as the female form that's hidden within the psyche of each individual, long repressed in, in some instances of Western traditions, somewhat marginalized. It is the awakening of compassion, unconditional love and creativity that comes more through the female side of the psyche that is awakened through the pictures, or what I call cosmograms, cosmic landscapes, will begin to fill in the pieces. And as we grow, we begin to feel in the bluish energy, which Desiree described, which we can also equate with in the Hindu tradition, Durga, or the divine female, or in the Western Judeo-Christian, the concept of Maria or Miriam, the woman form of the waters of creation, the inner self that must extend itself as a blessing in conjunction with the public self, the larger humanity, and so each of the steps takes us through the various levels of sacred geometry, cosmic harmonics, and celestial resonance, and so if I could paraphrase an ancient Egyptian expression as above, so below, our book indicates what is called the same from near and from far. In other words, through factual geometry, we realize that what we have within us also reflects what is in the greater universe of life.
2: Now, you you have um, created the over-self-awakening based on the Keys of Enoch, which is probably one of your most well-known works, and you talk about many stages of consciousness and soul growth that we're actually privileged to experience. Can you talk a little bit about the hierarchy of this?
0: Yes, as we begin to expand our awareness of life, we begin to go through what I call different levels of self-realization. That is, not only do we have a higher self or over-self, but there are degrees of continuity and degrees of memory that have become so vital to opening us up to even higher levels of self-awareness. And so if you go from self-realization to what I will call the metaprogramming of yourself into a type of higher over-self, which then begins to see itself not simply embodied within yourself, but with, within everybody that basically carries the image and the aspect of the divine process of life. Ultimately, this is extended to what we call in the Enochian teachings the Christed over-self, or the anointed over-self, to use the Greek expression, the, the Christos, which then ultimately goes into still higher levels of the true masters, avatars, and co-creators of this living universe.
3: Right, Simran. So basically, as you know, we feel that in addition to ourselves, there's not only extraterrestrial levels of intelligence that are out there and communicating with us in many ways, uh sightings are seen around the world, but beyond that, we call that there's, ultra-terrestrial levels of intelligence, and it's these higher beings that don't necessarily need flying saucers to come and appear that have been seen throughout history in all parts of the world, and it's these special uh, beings that we're also able now, we feel, to connect with through what we call a space-time overlap, where we're getting, our consciousness is raising to the level that we can see, communicate, and share with these entities so we
0: see ourselves as part of a divine family in the heavens as well as on the earth in the present tense so the sense of sacred geometry extends itself from the finely crafted geometries we found in ancient Islamic Hindu and Christian architecture to one of an ecumenical embrace of all of the great traditions that realize that ultimately we are the temple of understanding we are the garment of creation And as we look within ourselves, we find that all of these sacred geometries are present in some way in the way that our body extends itself through a higher spiritual evolution.
2: The over-self-awakening describes the sacred pathways of our ascension while also detailing the higher levels of existence, incorporating symbols we have known throughout the ages. The signs and symbols given in the book, although coded in time, are part of the universal language system deeply embedded in our consciousness program. Having largely lost their meaning, the reconnection we make to these images with their restored meanings helps to awaken our inner mind, even through the dream state of our subconscious. The over-self allows us to go through a hierarchy of experience, which includes the Eloistic Lords, the Paradise Sons, Orders of Sonship, Christ Over Self, The Sons and Daughters of Light, Over Self Super Meta Programs, and Self Realization, the synthesis of these vehicles. My guests today are Doctors JJ and Desiree Hertak, the founders of the Academy for Future Science, which is a nonprofit corporation that examines new scientific ideas for the future through science and information technology, the world is undergoing major transformations in social, cultural, economic, and environmental dimensions. The principal goal of the Academy is to provide all people with educational and scientific tools that will meet the resulting challenges. You can find out more about them at affs.org. That's Academy for academyforfuturescience.org, affs.org. We'll be right back with Dr. JJ and Dr. Desiree Herta.
1: Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living, 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com, 1111mag.com. Be Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
2: When you access the work of Drs. J.J. Hertak and Dr. Desiree Hertak at futurescience.org or affs.org, particularly the book The Overself Awakening, A Guide for the Schoolhouse of the Soul, you're going to find that you have a book that is very rich in depth, but in addition is filled with some really beautiful images and pictures, colors, symbols, sacred symbols, uh, the feminine presence. You're going to feel a lot of it come through these images as you see them, and it is quite amazing to go through this book and read through the information and then take in the knowledge through the imagery that cannot be put into words, that cannot be taken in by the intellectual mind, but is actually taken in from a deeper part of ourselves. As our consciousness body links with our over-self body, a fuller reconnection unfolds, and we discover that the over-self is our true identity. Our physical form once served once severed and separated from the Adam Kadmon, our higher original manifestation now re-embraces its original image. The reconnection allows for the lotus blossom, the Padme, with the thousand petals to unfold over both the over-self body and the consciousness form, while the physical form receives the chalice cup. It's just, it's beautifully written and it is beautiful to look at and, and the amount of information in this book to me is incredible because there's so much rich content and it really is that schoolhouse guide for the soul as you go chapter upon chapter it it feels like so much truth in terms of the journey that the soul is desiring and taking
0: well thank you very much for that overview we feel that humanity is at this stage of recognizing that even with the critical factors we're facing Worldwide, We are still stewards of Mother Earth and we are models for the next generation of humanity. And therefore, it's incumbent upon us really to understand how creativity, enthusiasm, compassion all converge when we begin to question uh, life only seen from the five senses as we begin to realize the limitations of the rational mind that overlooks so many of the inner designs, uh, for example, how the salmon spawn and they retrace their steps back to the point of origin, how the dolphins communicate through different uh, language, science, and symbols, modeling the capacity of the human brain. As we begin to realize, while wow, we're all connected with the greater evolutionary realm, that we have that opportunity to reach to the sixth sense, to the paraphysical dimension that is hidden within us and begin to use that as the key of initiation. So, we then begin to emerge as greater caregivers and caretakers with all forms of life that we see as part of the divine process.
3: Right, and so at the very beginning of the book, of course, it's the concept that we're not just a physical body. And I think all of us now are starting to realize that, that we can step out of that physical form through our consciousness mind. And the book goes on to say how we gain our wings. And this is so important because with those wings, we can really travel. And it's not just traveling around the Earth. Many people, you know, want to go to another part of the planet or maybe sit at the Great Pyramid or something like that. But it's gaining our wings to really go also into the world around us, inner space as well as outer space. Knowing
0: that these wings are the vibrations of how the inner mind works through remote viewing, how we can see situations throughout the world, address them, and actually communicate to levels of information that are very, very valuable. As we all know, during the great tsunami that took place uh, in 2004 in India, uh, one of our great spiritual sisters, Amaji, was able to tell members of her ashram to move to higher grounds before the, the uh, tragedy struck mainland India, and therefore uh, no one in her spiritual community has suffered loss of life. That ability to see into the future a few seconds or a few minutes and to understand the language of animals, particularly birds and their flight patterns. All of this is part of the inner sensitivity, this rich uh, garment of geometry that we have to call upon and can use more effectively.
3: You know, I have to say, he mentioned animals, and we were just in Africa, and this is an amazing thing. Most people never heard of this. We have the dog whisperer, the horse whisperer. Well, there was a man called the elephant whisperer, and he had actually gone up uh, and helped elephants all over the world and many times brought them down to Africa in his area by KwaZulu-Natal in South Africa to take care of them. Well, he died just of old age, and no one knew this, but some two tribes of elephants or two groups of elephants walked over two days to come to his house. They hadn't been there in over a year about the time he died.
0: It paid respects. we have pictures of this in the newspapers. It just was mind-blowing to paleontologists, to anthropologists, to journalists to realize that here we have two different groups of elephants traveling hundreds of miles that
3: Over a having journey. such
0: sensitivity that they could pick up on the mind and the death of a caretaker who showed compassion to the animals, known as elephants, which are highly revered in India, in some parts of Africa, but in other areas are tragically slaughtered. So this is a, a reality of sensitivity that we must be able to feel as we extend our planetary compassion.
2: When you speak about animals and the sensitivity that they have towards us, I've often thought that the whales and the dolphins on the planet have really been here and have utilized their sound to help balance the planet uh, and, and harmonize us. Um, to the degree that that we needed because of what human beings were doing to the planet as well, that they were, in a sense, the communicators to the planet to serve it. How do you feel about what the purpose of the dolphins and the the whales have been? Well, thank you, because they're also mentioned, of course, in the book, actually.
3: And one of
0: the cosmograms has dolphins and whales connecting with the human as he or she goes into a higher state of vibratory essence, and you begin to see in the horizon, behind the foreground of the picture, the different star dimensions, but also the different uh, dolphins in space. Well, we know that some of the American scientists formed what they call the Brotherhood of the Dolphin or the Society of the Dolphin as a way of exemplifying the brilliance of the dolphin mind that was studied by Dr. John Lilly and others. We have worked with experiments in the Pacific as well as off the coast of uh, Florida in showing how certain sacred sounds or mantrams are actually heard by dolphins and they favorably respond to certain series of coded um, intonations or uh, sound projections. So there there is a communication link, and again, one of the breakthroughs of the book is to show how we are working really with Earth-friendly structures of language that we've completely ignored that can only be understood through Mental pictures that are working with the color and musical spectrum that until recent times physics has ignored and most of the social scientists have ignored. That is to say, until the mid part of the 20th century, color was not used in mathematics or physics to any sufficient degree, but color is part of the self-realization process. Music also.
3: Yeah, and sound and vibration. Of course, we're really, everything within our body is connected with sound and vibration and we feel The way the whales speak and the way the dolphins speak are all part of that greater harmony of the universe.
2: And is this um, is this trend towards more of the sound frequencies and the knowledge that sound and and harmony through vibration in our bodies and through water and everything that's happening?
0: Well, it's part of the what I think the larger identity of nature revealing her inner secrets to us. In other words, we're realizing that what we have until this point known as rational knowledge has really been just a part, a very small part of the whole evolutionary process. And the more we expand our consciousness, the more we realize we are tied into a multidimensional universe that shows and speaks through a variety of forms. It's complex, but also it's harmonious structures. There was the subtle acoustical and vibratory phenomena that normally the mind doesn't see. We're trained really to look for easy answers for logical pathways that are fine from a western standpoint but not necessarily a universal standpoint.
3: And you know, we've done a lot of work with this in the Great Pyramid and even the pyramids of Mexico where we've actually done sound testing as well as meditations and vibrations. And it really puts your mind into almost an alpha state of consciousness, uh, just by using these sounds and vibrations. So the ancient
0: temples and pyramids have whispers or have their own music, and when we were able to bring computers into these pyramidal structures and temples and use certain sounds, all of a sudden the quavers and semi-quavers off the walls began to speak in certain patterns. In other words, there is a type of musical language, a whisper, if you will, a sound pattern built into some of the ancient structures, which is why it's so profound that in the Tibetan and the Indian traditions, Of the East, we find these glorious mandalas shaped as the Temple of Meru, the Temple of Wisdom, with all of the variegated patterns for the cosmic doorways that are opened with each level of initiation. That temple is the temple of understanding also built within us as a functional process of our own rebirth and evolution.
2: Higher music and higher thought do harmonize within us. As the capstone is activated, our senses resonate to the music of the spheres, which now energizes the sacred vortexes to become vibrating life stations of light. With the Celestial Symphony comes a transformation of color from the golden light to the blue-white light. Blue is the color of ciphered from the water molecule when it melts the horizons of the sky onto the oceans of creation. This energy of blue-white exemplifies the domain of the Virgin, radiating to us the power to lovingly move into a less dense, etheric realm of glory. Music permeates the sacred clouds, and behind them, with our mind's eye, we glimpse the watchers who watch over us. Yes. Through their thought forms, they imbue the musical patterns with the information and data codes necessary to upgrade the consciousness of the species so that we're prepared for the next state of evolution. I am with Dr. J.J. Hertak and Dr. Desiree Hertak, authors of The Overself Awakening, a guide for the schoolhouse of the soul. You can connect with them at futurescience.org. You can also find out more of their previous works. There are many. And if you're not familiar with The Keys of Enoch, it's an amazing collection of 64 keys. You may want to look that up as well, affs.org or futurescience.org. We'll be right back.
1: The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. in the rolling up of the
2: scroll of the sacred program of alpha and omega the spirals of whirling galaxies return to their source within the supernatural matrix of light according to the keys of enoch the universe did not begin with the big bang but in a spiral of energy sent forth through hyperspace from coatings of vibratory frequencies that exist in other dimensions within the greater thought forms of creation in our collective ascension the encoded spiral source is once again clearly manifest at this time of recreation uh, Doctors JJ and, and Desiree, I want to ask you, with where we're headed, we are really trying to move away from the dualistic society, and it is a time for us to really come together more unified and understand that the many pathways that have existed have been beautiful pathways leading to a particular place collectively. Talk a little bit about the importance and the beauty of the many that have existed and how, as a planet, we must now come together.
0: Yes, well we are at a stage of either seeing the finality of this big experiment called 2012 where everything suddenly collapses and there's nothing beyond the schoolhouse of life as we know it or we begin to move beyond myth and mystery in a negative sense to the coming of higher cosmic civilizations and the true teachers uh, historically known as the Elohim. We are in a process not only of the preparation for ascension work, but also pluralistic ascension work, which means we must recognize that, that all great traditions, uh, work with the whole process of recognizing that we are endowed with the creative spirit that applies to all life throughout the universe. And in our work with the Parliament of the World's Religions, we have been, uh, able to pers- foot position papers and lectures with our music in various directions, showing how sacred sounds, mantras, and musical language can bring together really many of the missing pieces of how the traditions overlap. For example, in the names of God, the Tibetan uh, expressions, the Hawaiian expressions, for example, to Yahweh are very close to the ancient Hebraic Aramaic for the divine creator, the divine father. The Aramaic and Arabic also, in their way, figure into this great musical mandala of sound. And in this process, is not only the recognition of sacred spaces that are there in India, Tibet, China, and the Americas, but to recognize that those spaces are within our body, that our body temple has those corresponding nodal points.
3: Yes, I wanted to add that, of course, the book Over Self-Awakening has uh, sacred expressions in each chapter, and, and they're from all over the world. And it's so important to understand how each uh, philosophy, religion, has co- really the pieces that are now coming together to make the whole. And we, I think it's part of our consciousness now to bring those pieces together, part of the work um, of the divine spirit, the Holy Spirit, which we consider a feminine aspect, bringing together this higher consciousness and understanding that we actually are the living uh, purpose and the living temples of light. And through us, each one collectively and individually, but more importantly indiv- uh, collectively, we can make this transformation happen. So what
0: we're experiencing right now is the first phase of the transhuman restoration of the body, our human body, our planetary a human race body according to its perfect over-self body of light as it, ex- as it is in touch with the greater realm of creation. Right.
3: And I just want to qualify, because I know we haven't really said this, the over-self body really is the starting point of who we are. You were just quoting something from the book, and it, it, what it's saying is the fact that everything we have here, uh, how we were formed, how giraffes were formed, how simple life and even the planet itself comes from a mathematical coding structure that's from a higher dimension. And it's simply materializing into this state of three-, four-dimensional consciousness reality. So the fact is we, we look more to the higher dimensions as the starting point of life, and here we are as part of that, you know, playing out to the best of our abilities, hopefully, the way we can help humanity, help the planet, and help the universe around us.
2: Uh, You both are always visiting many sacred sites around the world. What are we to honor and and recognize or perceive those sacred sites as, and are they symbolic of the sacredness of the site of our body and how we should regard that in the same way? Well, if we go
0: to the great mountains such as Mount Kailash in the uh, the border between Nepal and Tibet, the Himalayas, the sacred realms, uh, and uh, we go to any of the sacred sites from on Fuji in in Japan, to Mount Sinai in the Near East, to the great uh, Andes of South America, we recognize as the indigenous and the historic cultures of those areas that the the top of the mountain represents what we would call the crown or the higher blueprint of the mind to reach upwards into the expanse of creation. Those were the meeting points, not only for uh, the supernatural, but also in the process of our meditation, if we can visualize ourselves within this ring of mountain sacred places throughout the world and rise to a higher state of consciousness, we can look back upon the top of the world very much like anthropologists and see it's one great mandala of sacred places that represent the crowning stage of human evolution as it goes into its next phase of transhuman experience.
3: So we also believe that the planet itself has certain key vortex areas, just like the body has, you know, like a third eye energy or energy coming out of the palms of our hands, palms of our feet. The planet has these energy areas, too, and these temples are somehow placed, many of them, on these uh, energized grid points of the planet, vortex areas, uh, one of the things we're doing, by the way, is uh December 21st, 22nd, and 23rd will be around the area of the Yucatan. Uh, there's a big event. We're not organizing it. Planned for December 21st at Chichen Itza, which is a very, very powerful, that whole northern Yucatan area, uh sacred area. We're going to be doing something on the 22nd and 23rd because we want
0: to... Emphasize the rebirth into a whole new creation level. And so we invite you out there who hear this message to come to Cancun at the major auditorium, there will have musicians and singers from all of the folk cultures of the Mayan area who are celebrating the ongoing nature of life, not the end of life. To the end that the physical body can be initiated into the greater light before it can receive really the blessing of the true I am identity of the great expanse that we know will come soon.
3: on a very practical level regarding lights, I want to remind everyone about Earth Hour, which will be March 31st. And this is where, even in 2011, this has been going on every year. 2011, it reached over almost 2 billion people in 135 countries, where for one hour in the evening, people turned off the lights. And weird places like Duluth, Minnesota, is going to turn off its bridge lights and all that. So we turn
0: off the lights, physical lights, but turn on the mental or spiritual lights. So at that point... Visualize the light on top of your crown chakra or the seven seal as it is known in the western scriptures. Realize that this is the coming of the higher embodiment of creation, the awakening power of what is called the Aliyah Jacob, the letter of Jacob to reach up into the greater universe and petition through prayer and sacred fellowship the opportunity for those of the other levels of universal creation to help assist our planetary rebirth.
2: And the book is entitled The Over-Self-Awakening, A Guide for the Schoolhouse of the Soul by Drs. J.J. Hertak and Dr. Desiree Hertak. You can connect with them at futurescience.org. Definitely get your copy. It's filled with meditations, visualizations, wonderful, rich wording, poetry, Uh, beautiful imagery and sacred symbols and colors. It's definitely something that can assist you in understanding this whole course of evolution, where the earth is, and what our role in is is in it, in how we move through these next stages of ascension. Again, it is futurescience.org, and the book is The Over-Self Awakening, a guide for the schoolhouse of the soul. Thank you both so much for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It's always a pleasure and an honor.
0: thank you for giving us the opportunity to speak to the family of light throughout the world as we prepare to understand the mystery of what Jesus taught with the house of many mansions, the many pathways and doorways of the divine spirit that lead us into unity.
2: And my guest next week will be Anita Morjani, and her new book is Dying to Live. Until next time, I'm Simran Singh. Be well.